0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Next Team Podcast. Uh, First and foremost, I want to thank you all so much for the support we've had on our first episode. Uh, As we are recording, the first episode is sitting at 440 views with uh, 26 subscribers on the channel. So that's more than we could have ever hoped for. So thank you guys so, so much for that. We've listened to some of your feedback and uh, frankly, this episode uh, will be an improvement over the last one. No pun intended. we will have <laughs> immediately butting in <laughs> anyway uh, importantly we'll have timestamps for the topics that we'll be discussing in the description below so you guys don't have to listen to the entire episode if you don't want to so uh, without further ado let's uh, jump right in uh, let's <laughs> let's talk about the fact that uh, our <laughs> everything we said in the last episode has been completely negated by recent results but uh, we'll move on Uh, let's talk about yeah let's start with uh, United and Sheffield why don't we so our resident United fans what do you guys think about the result Rika do you want to start yeah, sure.
1: <laughs> 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 okay, yeah, it's so be before I start, yeah, I mean, like BK, I just had to thank everyone for the support. And a uh, big shout-out to the CKW boys. Uh, for context, those are, those guys are the Sunday League team, which myself and Pramod play for. And yeah, I can't, can't wait to share the pitch with you guys again, once uh, the stupid COVID restrictions uh, get lifted. <laughs> okay, so now, coming back to the topic. So, Sheffield, yeah, I mean... <laughs> I guess it's me again. Uh, I sort of saw. I I remember saying the last podcast that uh, Sheffield are going to get a result against one of the big boys, and uh, unfortunately, it was us. And (laughs) kind of sucks. uh, Quite unfortunate. Uh, I I know Pramod is going to jump in and say that oh, it was Ole's fault. He's he's a fraud. He's been exposed. Blah blah blah. Okay, fine, whatever. And okay, I mean Sheffield was. I I think it had to come to an end. Our run. I think it was. It was long overdue, I feel, like, a, lo- a result like that. Like, a lot of times uh-huh. when we weren't playing well, like, especially, like, I mean, off, okay, I know this was, this game was quite some time ago, like, uh, the Brighton game, for example, we were absolutely, like, outplayed by them, but we somehow got the result. And, like, yeah, I think, like, I mean, when you lo- when you win those kind of games, I guess you have to lose some games which perhaps you should have won. So I don't really, like, look into it too much. At this point, I think last I mean, last episode, I think myself and Pramod wanted Raya to stay on top. But at this point, it looks uh, increasingly unlikely uh, by every game. And uh, yeah, so I think for Sheffield game, I'm not really too concerned about the result. Maybe Pramod, do you have any thoughts on that?
2: Okay, here <laughs> we go. Hashtag <laughs> episode Ramano. Okay, anyway. Okay, so basically. <laughs> okay, so what Ole messed up in the Sheffield game, he was right. He played... Twanzebe as centre-back, which is... Okay, I, upon retrospect, I feel like that's our only option because Bailly and uh, Lindelof were injured. But now I realise that Twanzebe, although he won like what Jimmy Murphy player of the year, I don't know what, all kind of accolades in his uh, youth team and stuff, I don't think he's ready. And that's why we desperately need a centre-back. And another mistake Ole did, which was much more... uh, like, like, It was much more evident was the fact that he played Pogba as a defensive midfielder, which means... Which basically means like in the his average position in the whole game throughout the whole game was basically behind the halfway line, so within the United half, which is messed up because Sheffield are playing a low block, and they are not even they are playing like they're sitting on the penalty box, so it doesn't make sense to play four at the back and two defensive midfielders, and tactics like this is what like drives me crazy when I talk about Ole, and I've. I'm, I'm just like quite done with him honestly Especially after the Arsenal game Okay If you were earlier, What, so, what <laughs>
1: formation would you play instead? Uh, Pramod, Mr. Pramod Okay First of all right
2: we need, we need to stop this McFred uh, Sorry McFrett Bullshit okay <laughs> We need to stop playing Freaking uh, what McTominay and Fred, Because both of them are Defensive minded okay We can't be We can't be I don't know Did he play Honestly okay, the wait. success over our 18,
1: 18 uh, game away record right Is being built on Both of them being such I a can
0: barely I can barely believe What I'm hearing now Honestly yeah, but w-
1: w- I don't know what Pramod is on about la. No because I mean, it's
0: working For you guys <laughs> right, exactly. Anyway uh, yeah. wait, wait, Rolling back to the Twanzibi thing Wasn't uh, Okay so Lindelof was injured Then yeah. uh, Who's the other uh, ba-i. Who's the other centre back ba-i. Ba-i was. Uh, ba-i. Ba-i had a back problem So who else is he Supposed to
2: play <laughs> yeah, I, I know lah It's not his fault But like You can't I feel like You shouldn't what? <laughs> no, but, <laughs> You just but literally, you literally Blamed him just, for tactics Yeah, <laughs> you it's literally, literally his Just blamed him No, for I'm saying it's not, it's not Twanzebe's fault But his best position Is centre-back And I feel like He shouldn't be Thrown into the Deep end like to No, but
0: you have no choice Fabinho is not a centre-back But he's playing centre-back exactly. For more than What, 20 games 15 games for Liverpool Like, it's
3: just James Milner is not a left-back But he plays left-back If needed Like, it's I mean, I think that's more circumstances than, like, his own will to play him.
1: Exactly. I mean, if he had a choice, he would play his best 11. Why would he want to start to Anziby? mean, what to Exactly. Because, because he thought you were Sheffield. Not really. Played. I mean, you yourself because, admitted that both of them were injured. Then what? How can you blame the manager for that?
2: Yeah, no, but I admit that is not a strong point for me against, to use against Olive. My stronger okay, point is the whole Pogba playing as a DM. This was, like, a, a point that so, I okay, just Okay, yeah, so to what do you think yeah.
1: Pogba's best position is? I mean, like... We've talked about, uh, I, think I think United he itself, like, okay, not, go ahead. Not, I think he hasn't found his best position like proper where He can start all, like throughout his time in United, I don't think he's found his best position. So what do you think is his best position then?
2: I think he will function best in like a double pivot. You know, we play like this double pivot thing. So we put like two in front of the back four, right? So it's like Pogba, mm-hmm. Matic or like Fred or like, I don't know, Matic and I don't know whatever didn't
1: like. you say only played it? Pogba is a deal yeah. against Sheffield. That's exactly yeah, isn't what,
2: what Pogba did. No, yeah. but he should be given the license to move more forward and the average the whatever heat map or whatever shows that he didn't even pass the halfway line throughout his entire game and the fact okay that Ole did bring him uh, off the pitch means that's what he's supposed to do which means he's not using his But last night talent.
0: against Arsenal last night against Arsenal Pogba played Left in way. an advanced role for most of the time but yeah. it didn't really work out. Well. Yeah,
2: yeah but, as in, uh, wait, no, but it's about no, the as in, I, I
0: get what you mean. I understand that Pogba plays better when he plays past the halfway line in a number ten role or in a more attacking role or a free role. I understand.
2: But if situation calls for it, can you really blame Ole or not? I would blame him because he didn't take him off. Like in a sense he so he gave him a job to do. Like, okay, let's say he asked him to play number ten or whatever, and then he didn't. He's staying past the uh behind in his own half. Then shouldn't he take him off and put in some other player? The fact that he's staying playing him on means he thinks that, okay, this guy is doing what I told him to do. And it's quite unbelievable to think that you ask Pogba to stay behind his half. Like, does it doesn't make sense. No, man. That's that's how I think mm-hmm. about it. Because if if that's what he's not supposed to do, then you take him off and substitute him, right? So Why is he behind his half? According to the heat map or whatever. His average position was behind the half. And we we're playing against a low block, as I said. It's Sheffield United. They don't even have... Yeah, I, sorry. I'm just quite... Bewildered and dumbfounded. <laughs> <from it. laughs> okay, okay, let's let's okay, let's move. But pa- okay,
0: uh, just to level the playing field, because do you blame Ole for the for the defeat to Sheffield United, or do you think it's just like a freak result? Like, it's just yeah. it's just one of those games. It's
1: just one of those games. I don't think we played particularly badly. Honestly, like, nothing wrong with mm-hmm. the way we played. Sheffield. Okay, was to be something. fair, to be fair, we considered a defense, deflection. I feel
2: like yes, the first goal was I feel it's a foul. Like the. Striker, I don't know his name. Burke, is it? He ran onto De Gea and like prevented yeah. the. Yeah. So I mean, I guess. I
1: mean, even the Twanzyb like the deflection was so unlucky. I mean, what can you do? The poor guy. Such a he's a young kid, just came on. Yeah. No other centre back. Okay, but yeah. I guess.
0: Okay, so the problem with Twanzyb's goal is, like, uh, oh, who's the guy who scored the goal? <laughs> <laughs> who scored the goal? <laughs> who scored the, the goal? The Burke, right? Burke, I think Burke it was Burke. Was Burke. Burke, Burke, Burke yeah. yeah scored, it should right? be Burke. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So, so he he was in a. Uh, he was about 12 yards away from goal. And then he, he had a lot of space, correct? Mm-hmm. Like, but that that exact situation happened uh, exactly like 10 seconds ago. Like in the same run of play. So at first they took a shot and then it deflected off Twanziby. And then he went out, I think. I think Twanziby blocked it. Or uh, one of your players blocked it. Uh, and then the ball comes back in and you're in the exact same position. So that from a defensive standpoint is unacceptable. But, uh, I don't think it's, I don't particularly think it's always fault, but it's the kids are, uh, no, not the kids are, but the, the, the defenders, they are, they are not, I would say they are not communicating properly. It's either that or they
3: are,
0: I don't know. They're just, they're just not in okay, it. Okay. One up. thing, and when I say defenders, I really mean Tuanzebi, uh, not Muguri. I,
1: I mean, okay. One because, thing is right. Sorry. Uh, Tuan Zibi actually had a very good... I think he... I forgot which team he played against in the Champions League. Yes, PSG. Yeah, very PSG. Good PSG. He had a fantastic yeah. game. And it, yeah, he yeah, seemed yeah. like mature beyond his years. The way he played that match. And uh, I mean, one bad game doesn't mean he's a bad player. And I mean, it's easy to be overcritical when we lose. But we haven't been losing that often, which is the... I mean, which is a truth the other fans have to face love But yeah. I, I think shouldn't be too overly yeah. critical for one game. I think
0: it's... If it's a trend, yeah, yeah, I, I understand. Yeah. I, I'm I'm not criticizing him per se, but uh, dif- I'm just uh, pointing out that defensively is, it's it's not good. Uh. Okay, like, yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess that's fair.
1: Fair. Fair. I mean, like objectively, yeah, I guess that's fair.
0: Okay, so are, are we done with Sheffield United? I want to move on to Arsenal. Oh menu yes. Now. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> <Right. Okay>. So, <laughs> uh, so last night, uh, Arsenal menu, and uh, most of you will know that they finished nil nil, but it. In my opinion, at least it could have easily been a Arsenal win if it wasn't for some poor decisions by the the Arsenal players in the final third. Um, I okay, I, mean, I don't uh, think so. I think I, I think don't agree. Teams, I don't agree. I don't think <laughs> it. It was a clear Arsenal no, win, no. definitely. I yeah, think it was no, a very open game for a bro, day-day the, day-day game. But the thing is, had they taken their counter-attacking chances, right? They could have easily scored two Did you? okay and United United could have scored two. I I I hold my hands up and say I have no idea how you guys how
2: Cavani missed two. I have no idea how
1: he missed that honestly.
2: Cavani missed two, then Bruno had the open. Then Rashford, remember the one he freaking tried some Falsey yeah, yeah, shit yeah. in the box. Yeah. <laughs> <Or> <laughs> the honestly,
0: honestly, no, no, no. But honestly, the the drag back it worked out. Uh. because because he, he he fainted the defender and yeah. what I think that one he couldn't do anything honestly. Like, yeah, you was. I was think so I think he was in a position where he had to do that. Trick, he should have uh. taken that. Yeah, I mean, first time. the
3: defenders closed down on him pretty quickly, so
2: the angles yeah. were cut off for him. He didn't really. You could have taken much that much first time. time uh, I feel. Yeah, but anyway. Okay. Yeah.
1: Probably. Maybe we can go one by one on yeah. their thoughts on the game. Last.
0: Okay, yeah. uh, uh, wait, 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 boys! boys Ask boys, boys, the Arsenal boys, boys. fan, guys. <laughs> it is, it is going to be almost twelve minutes into the podcast, and I haven't heard from Tarun yet. <laughs> Tarun, <laughs> what's
4: going on, bro? I mean, I don't, I don't have much to say in this yet. You know, <laughs> I didn't watch Menu Sheffield, so I'm just going off of what you guys are talking about. As Menu Arsenal. I haven't, I didn't watch the full game or parts of it, and like what you guys said, yeah, it, it seemed like both teams had some good chances to win. So it was quite surprising that it was a nil-nil and not even a yeah. maybe 1-1 one, one or 2-2 two, two draw. So I okay, mean, so for
0: those who watch the for those who watch the Arsenal menu game uh, you guys saw
4: okay the two clear-cut
0: Cavani chances okay that, that uh, but those are the chances that yeah. United properly missed. but Arsenal uh, like Arsenal were 3 against 2 and Lacazette took a 30-yard shot for some reason. <laughs> uh, William was in the box and instead of Cutting in and shooting, he wasted time, and then by the time he shot, uh, someone blocked him. But it was a good block, I think it was a block by. One Bissaka, I think. if I remember it No, it was one Bissaka. Bissaka, Bissaka. The Maguire was the Pepe chance. Oh, ah, Pepe, yeah. okay, okay,
1: I think I know the, okay I, I know what you're talking about. One Bissaka yep. recovered and after uh,
0: the attacker. <laughs> yep. Oh, that so, man. Arsenal could have won, honestly. Like, I mean, so could have, anyway, but. Mm. Uh, it's a shame the game finished. N- actually, from a Liverpool perspective, no, it's not a shame that the game finished a n- little bit. <laughs> can I can I say something before we start? Yeah, go on. Okay, basically
2: like Arsenal's backline cost 13 million. Maguire cost 80 million. Point number one. Arsenal didn't, <laughs> Arsenal didn't play Gabriel. Arsenal didn't play Saka. Arsenal didn't play Abameyang. Arsenal didn't play Tierney. And yet we scored. Um, we scored. We didn't like like give any form of pressure to their backline. And about what you, about mean, you, what? you, you
0: fit what you've had you you've had two clear cut chances. Did you see the <laughs> what th- more do The you first
2: Cavani chance
1: was absolute amazing play, and that if that isn't down to the manager, I don't know what is. That we is not know whats thats not individual two big moments chances of created. Minutes. Okay, that is not. Two, individual. Like you're missing. You know the passing of no, yeah, Who else? Shaw combining. Uh, Cavani combined with that doing that move. Someone else combined. No, how, how do
2: we only have two big chances? Like this is facts. I'm not like saying, in a big
1: game like, you can't, can't have many chances, especially in a team against Art. No, I mean, but okay, first my first point. Cre- okay, my first point is you're Arteta. playing Cedric. Arteta was fantastic. I thought his defensive shape was amazing the whole game. It was Im- incredibly difficult for United to break him down. And to be honest, to even create two chances against that Arsenal team, I would say it's pretty impressive. And no, especially, I was really impressed no, by the it's first not. move. Like. You not if you have
2: Cedric season. and Ballerin at the back and Holding at the back. No, without... Holding Thierry is playing
1: is. very well. I think Arjun can... Without yeah. Tierney yeah. and... Gap. Holding is one of Thierry the best players yeah. 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 he's, this yeah, he's he's season. He's improved
3: quite a bit. I think he's returned to the form that he had before the ACL injury. But you uh, had
2: Cedric and Bellerin, I don't think yeah, Cedric, they are there for Cedric, the
3: Yeah, Cedric, to be f- honest, I'm quite surprised because he doesn't really play at left back. It's just... Yeah. We don't really have a second-choice left back now Now that uh, Kolasinac went on loan. and Two of your best players... Yeah Three of the best players our, play. no, I mean If you look at our team. bench It's is quite dreadful Honestly Like We don't really have Much bench yeah. strength Compared cool. to United So it was Either our starting 11 Player Or we were gonna Get finished So yeah Thankfully we We were up to the task And Cut. Yeah Like yeah. what what you guys said I feel like Both teams In a way will be disappointed With the draw Because there were chances On both sides But Yeah uh, as an Arsenal I, fan, I'm quite encouraged. Like, because was talking about a defensive organisation. Yeah, that's a very good point. For, yeah. for like, the first time in years, I actually am quite confident with the defence we have. And yeah. the stats back to it up. I think only City have considered less. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. You just
0: only City have considered fewer yeah. goals
3: than you guys? Yes. Oh, wow, that's... Yeah, that's, we've it, considered it, 20 in 21. And then Man City have gone on another level uh, 13 and 21 I think which is <laughs> oh, sincere wow. uh, it's insane can't really,
1: Stones and Diaz really argue with that.
3: yeah I mean they didn't even play Stones for the Sheffield game uh. and guess <laughs> La who, who they brought the on they brought on Laporte Laporte <laughs> is their second <laughs> choice centre hey. I mean I mean it's, they're just okay, broken man. at this point <laughs>
2: amazing Anyway, uh, yeah guys, yeah, so yeah. another stat about uh, Bruno for the match against Arsenal. He had seven <laughs> forward passes. I was talking to Vikas before the podcast. Seven forward <laughs> passes. So out of his 46 passes, he passed seven forward. And you're attacking midfielder. You're supposed to put on the threat, put on the... what? what, what yeah, what Bruno was it? unusually quiet for his terms. Yeah, exactly. I he, mean,
0: he has been quiet over the past five years. This is what years. I've been yeah, saying.
2: Yeah. When players are quiet, and individual players are quiet, nothing manifests as output. Because we don't have any form of system. Look at Ateta, he plays with a complex system. That's how he beat us at old Trafford. so you play with this defensive compact system. Us is just oh you shoot one into the box. Oh Cavani oh shit he misses or whatever. Then you okay. shoot another one, oh he misses again. Then Rashford oh, uh, okay tries this thing. You, but you I don't do see any realize where of Arsenal
1: play. are in the table, right? I mean I know they have a very good resurgence in form, but you re- you do realise where <laughs> they are on the table and where we are on the table, right? And I don't know I don't even understand what you're talking about, Prabhupada. Honestly, No, what what you
2: you mean where where they are where where we Are, are you trying we, to say
1: a
3: you're like, no, better way better attacking exactly. in the attacking sense. You're much more consistent in scoring goals. Honestly, you're not that I think that it's far only better. been the last <laughs> seven or eight games where i have been <laughs> able to create chances consistently. We're we going to be six really
2: points play. behind leaders and we could be nine soon. That could become 12 soon. If we lose against Southampton uh, Everton, that's uh, our next we game. We can, so also, we, can also, we
1: can also potentially I mean, could, close same the thing gap. Could happen to Arsenal as well. Exactly. I mean, we
3: could go on to lose to Wolves. I mean, they've always been a tricky fixture for us. Like, I'm not getting carried away by our form. Because, okay, we, uh, to be honest, it's still I a have very underpassed
1: Yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. Uh, I have a question from Pramod. So, you, do you want defensive system like Ateta? Or do you want, what do you want exactly? I just you, I just want. I, I remember system. you admitted last, okay. like last podcast, you admit, admitted that you're, I think we are playing the best football since Ferguson left. And yes, the best, true. under Ferguson, we played attacking football. Under Ole, we are playing attacking football. You can't expect yeah. necessarily a defensive structure. We had that. No, I'm not expecting Vanhal, a defensive structure. Vanha and a Morino. Morino is like extreme. Okay, we're not going. We're not, let's not go there. But what do you want from a United squad? Do you want us to play free-flowing attacking football, or do you want us to just park the bus and get the results? Okay, let me let me, let me
2: let me yeah. let me take Liverpool as a as a, as a example. Okay? okay, even without all their key players, like, you see how compact and how like they have this system. They can put like Fabinho in defense, and like they still have a system to follow. Curtis Jones midfield, blah blah blah, whatever. If we take out a certain player, do you think we can still perform or not? That's what I'm trying to say. We don't have a system in place, you get it? Okay, Man City, okay, Liverpool have a system. Okay, personally,
0: I, I don't think you guys are there yet. But it's not Ole's fault. Like, he needs time, what? Right? Like He's th- been managing he's for 13 ha- years, like, guys. He's no, was, no, no, he was no, coaching the reserves at United
2: since 20, 2008, okay? He's not a no, new no, manager no, 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 like no, 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 Arteta or whatever. Wait,
0: wait, wait. wait let me... Wait, uh, i got something to say. This didn't happen overnight in Liverpool, you know? It's been five years since Klopp came to Liverpool already. How long has it been since Ole? Can you give the guys I, some time? I would like, say if you want, it's been almost three want, and a half you want years. Players to, if you want players to to fit into every single position, you must give the manager time to implement his vision first. He's it's been the, three and a uh, half who, who years. if Ole has that vision first? It's, but the thing is, the fact is when Klopp came in, I mean, what? We had people like Lalana and Borini and stuff. like, it, it, it takes time. You can't expect to... Like, okay, suddenly you guys are... Look, you guys look like you're challenging for the title then suddenly you cannot be like oh then we must be like Liverpool like it, it doesn't work that way no I was if never I was never confident I was, title, never confident your I and, was never confident in playing the best football. just and mount the best challenge that you can but you, you can't immediately ex- expect to be like Liverpool it takes yeah. time and it's it's three and a half years it, though. I think only
3: has done three three enough and half years. To, to be granted some time and some patience and the priority, and I, I think, even now, where they are in the table, and even when they were on top of the table, I feel like the priority was always to close the gap on City and Liverpool, and they've done that really, really well.
2: Yeah. When you say he has done enough, do you mean like, like in terms of trophies? Because he hasn't won anything yet. I see,
3: not trophies, just the progression in terms of style of play, uh, your ability okay. to get results. All that has Our, improved. Uh, undoubtedly, has improved this season. I
2: agree that he has had an influence in terms of man management. He has a better relationship with the players, which... Mourinho struggle to have so maybe that's better. But in terms of like, actually having a system because we have all these players. I I told you last podcast. So if you had Van Gaal managing these players, right, we'd be much better because he played with a system. Although it's a although it's a ridiculous system. Just what thousand long balls in the whole season, some some nonsense like that. Whatever, it's still a system. We have a system. We maintain a system every match, like Man City and Liverpool. But now it's just like it's just freestyle. You just going there, or you just like do what you want. It's just like I, I I'm just quite annoyed at that kind of football. But yeah. Can I just jump <laughs> like, in real quick? Yeah, sure. Wouldn't it okay.
4: be better to rely on your key players rather than have a system that doesn't work? What yeah, would what
1: you my say? My man has a valid point right there.
2: But you, your man, job as a manager is to create a system that can work even without key players because you can never always and rely on the only players. system now is to let the players take so the wait, So you're agreeing you that we rely on key players? Because last podcast, some of you said I was wrong. <laughs> no, but okay.
0: you know, to the no wait, 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 wait. okay for the for the remaining three of you guys i i i understand that this is very hard to let slide but we spent twenty twenty minutes on the on this topic uh, so we need to <laughs> we need to keep it moving uh but uh i it's so hard to let
2: go but okay okay, okay i'll just finish i'll just finish yeah, like <laughs> i'll just i'll just finish up with thirty seconds okay i'll just finish up okay okay so wait, essentially what? what my point is right? with the amount of talent we have on the bench you look at compared to Arsenal's bench we have like Vanderbeek and Talas and all these kind of players, Martich on the bench. With the amount of time we have we should perform much better than a 13 million back line and like a striker who does front flips for a living. You know, we cannot, we cannot be, we cannot <laughs> be focusing on, freaking, using our like Rashford and Bruno and yeah. It's just, it's just, yeah. It's just damn annoying, Honestly, I'm kind of pissed off. Not gonna lie. <laughs> oh weird. my. Okay, God. it's going to be very hard to uh, leave on that I'm note. I'm just. But I'm just. Okay. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Whatever. Never mind. let move on. on. on
0: swiftly moving on okay Uh, you guys were talking about Rob Holding just now uh, how he's had had a very good season Uh, I wanna I wanna ask you guys who do you think is the most underrated player in the Premier League right now each of us go one time or what yeah Yeah,
2: yeah, he hasn't really talked much yeah sure let's go underrated player
4: Uh, I think I would have to say Jordan Henderson (laughs) I know I know Vikas I know what (laughs) you're gonna say but he's always him out right (laughs) Okay. He's he's a very good centre-mid. I mean, he might not be world class, I will admit that, but he's a very good centre-mid. But you look at how he's been played, uh playing at centre-back recently, whether he's partnering uh, Fabinho or he partnered Ned Phillips and he's been uh he's been very good at centre-back as well, which is I don't know, it's not something I expected. I don't think anyone else expected it to mm. have a player who started off he a right mid in his career, and he moved down to centre mid and defensive mid. And now he's a centre-back, and he's doing yeah. that job so well as well. And he's been such a good leader on the pitch. Uh, He's been such a vocal player. He can It's something that we have been listening to more with uh, the no crowd noise and stuff. It's yeah. been more not- noticeable recently. So I think my mm-hmm. vote will have to be Jordan Henderson. Okay. Might not okay. be world class But he gets I the just, I just
1: uh, like to say something here I mean I know I give Henderson a lot of shit like, For I mean it's Just <laughs> me as a United fan like, It's fun to make fun, Take the piss out of uh, <laughs> Henderson <laughs> But I mean uh, Credit where credit is due I think he deserves The praise he gets And it's As difficult as it is For me to admit it I think he really deserves Whatever he's getting The Champions League His yeah. Premier League medal Whatever I think he's really yeah. led From the front To be fair to
2: him Greatest yeah, Liverpool yeah, captain uh, of all time,
0: Koshima <laughs> Hey, This guy, uh, this Mark Albrighton. Albright I mean, guy, sure, he lifted he a trophy that Jara couldn't even hey, bear to lift. You all so. know the podcast rule, right? No inside jokes. So I don't want to hear Mark Albrighton being mentioned again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. Uh, okay, just so I, uh, it doesn't seem like I'm repeating. Uh, my pick was also gonna be Jordan Henderson. Uh, here's uh, here's a stat that you guys might not. Uh, might not know. Oh, is uh, that you know, uh, I'm I'm pretty sure the United fans among us remember the three 0 defeat to Watford last year, like uh, Leopold's three nil defeat to Watford last year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Henderson didn't play in that game. Mm-hmm. And uh, remember last episode, I said uh, three out of uh, we got three out of fifteen points. Uh, Henderson didn't play in. If I'm not wrong, two of the games he didn't play uh, against Burnley, which was our first defeat in sixty eight home games, whatever. And then he didn't play against... Oh, I don't want to run my mouth too much, but... Uh, he didn't play against one of the others, other, uh, other matches also. So he's... Like, when he is out, we we quite visibly suffer. Like, the, the results back it up. And all the times we are dropping points. Like, if it, doesn't, if it doesn't start, we are dropping points or we are losing. And I think if... People talk about Van Dyke's impact on Liverpool, but since Henderson has been here so long, no one really talks about his impact because it's been sort of gradual. Five years ago when Klopp came in, you look at the you look at the Liverpool squad and you would put Henderson as one of the people who'll be on their way out. But here he is probably the second or third most important player in the team actually. So is it's people still give him too much shit, I feel. They don't give him enough credit. And the guy has won like in twenty nineteen and twenty twenty he won four trophies. I mean I mean he was part of the team that won tr- four trophies, but the fact is he led them to four trophies. He's the captain. So people should just give him more fair point. More more credit.
2: Yeah, definitely he should well. be applauded for his uh, on field and off pitch what do you call it? Like leadership. Uh? I remember when well, was one yeah. video of him just shouting at the teammates. Oh yeah, stuff, I've like. seen that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he does that a lot. Yeah, he loves a very swearing at the ref
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, Arjun um, I was actually going to say for Binyu not in terms of being underrated but maybe because of how many important players there are in the Liverpool squad but his versatility like his consistency just how solid he is wherever he plays it's quite he's a very very good player to have in your squad and uh, uh-huh. yeah he, I think he's deputized quite Quite impressively in the absence of Van Dyk as well. So yeah, yeah, my pick would be Fabinho.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Ah, wow. Okay, three Liverpool players. Fantastic. Absolute field
0: day for Liverpool. <laughs> okay, <laughs>
2: come the menu fans. Ramon can okay, start. Yes. <laughs> okay, I got one like proper one. Then I got one like for debate. Okay, so okay, my okay. my proper one will be Emi Martinez, Arsenal. Uh, Arsenal. No oh, interesting choice. Okay, because mm. you see how Emi Martinez progress he's trying to he's clearly vying for the number one spot in Argentina which I think currently is Romero but yeah, it's not that difficult to surpass him la. but anyway <laughs> it's it's, wow. it's very it's very evident how he has made the backline like given the backline more protection in Villa considering how much they have improved over the over this season and definitely with Villa having more attacking threat, Barkley, blah blah, Traore, Grealish, all this. It's also evident that they are improving as a team, and I think Emi Martinez has a very important role to play in that. And he's not being given the plaudits to the point that we should be giving him. up. And the fact that Arsenal sold him was kind of, a, I would say, a dumb move. But because they are now, they don't, they now don't have a backup keeper. Because the, the the Icelandic guy is a joke i oh, don't know why everything <laughs> name voice in leno i mean Lunaster we didn't really have f- a choice uh, he wanted yeah. to leave yeah not just do i It's the I best know.
3: out of what is, is what we could do with the situation leno and, and st- I, I mean know, we still have a very like good number one in leno uh, yeah, uh, yeah but I if there's, there's no leno, leno it's going to be yeah but okay
0: i, I, mean, I that's think Emmy martinez I, I think Emmy martinez didn't know how good he was uh, until he started playing for arsenal and then suddenly he plays. It's like holy shit! I'm actually pretty good. He's been there for and like ten years. Of course he was. He was you know. 27. He's 28 this year, I think. And he he wants first team football. I mean, you can't blame him. I think
1: he's too good for a number two keeper. Honestly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Yeah.
3: yeah. That's true. So you he's, can't blame but, really but Arsenal for uh, for like selling him. You Might as well cash in on him while he has some value. Because no, it's, it's I mean, he could have gone any other way. No, could it could it doesn't make sense patch. that you all went to and buy and then he goes to another number two out. But yeah, why okay. Why would we choose him over Leno Leno who has been doing it for a way longer period mm. and even this season he's been absolutely magnificent for us I mean the United game the the save he did against mm, yeah Frey. that was a very good save I mean yeah. there, oh, that yes. was Fantastic heading for thing, the top yeah.
2: corner yeah. yeah true okay la maybe I take that back uh. <laughs> <laughs> I take that back over the fact that I said he's a, it's a dumb move because I understand he wanted to leave it's not like you do you want to pay him more what? but okay but mm. but still I Martinez is an amazing keeper I would yeah, he should. He should be going to another level. I feel he should be playing with Champions League club. Honestly, but yeah, let's see. Okay, what? And is okay, so play? my second one. Okay, this is controversial. Okay, so what does underrated oh. mean? Underrated means you people don't give him the credit as much as credit oh, is supposed to be given. Watch him say Messi. <laughs> oh. <no. laughs> okay, so the player I'm going to talk okay. about continue, is continue. Jesse Lingard. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he's a much better player Okay, he's a much better player Than people actually think he is And I feel like The lone move to West right, Ham Is going to actually prove people Prove to people How good actually he is Underrated means is that, That's the meaning of underdater You don't give him enough credit And it's just The patches that he produces Are actually good he, You know, he scored a winning goal For us in FA Cup If that was done in the 1990s right, We'd be praising him like Ole Because that's what Ole did And that's what saving his job now he just scored one freaking goal in the Champions League final and then became a legend. So, look at what Jesse Lingard did for us under Van You are He's comparing
0: sexually... Jesse Lingard no. to 1999 treble No, winning. No, no, what <laughs> I mean, no. only why
2: <laughs> <he laughs> is <surprised laughs> the player that Lingard is? Evolving, no, I'm, right? just, no, I'm I mean, just saying okay, that... One thing is comparing no, Lingard... <laughs> No, I'm not comparing them. I'm just saying that if, did, mean, if we did this in the 90s, bro, that if we much him. better, but
1: I think Ole as a player, you can't argue. Honestly, he he was a very good, like off the bench kind of player for us. Like you cannot argue with that. Like that is. He right. probably
3: would have started for a lot of other top clubs at that time. Absolutely. It's just because he was at United that he yeah. was off the bench.
2: Pra- I would argue Pramod. that the only contribution he had was a goal, but okay, I I, I wasn't but, watching but enough I, at I that am, point. Am, so wait,
0: wait. Let Let me just get a general consensus first. Pramod, are you done building your case? <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's my point with just okay. Lingala. Is that is, okay. is, is, is any that for any the other be, guys is any, up any or of or the other team? guys do you, do you agree with him or not?
1: Okay, as a United fan, can I just okay, first of all, Lingard, okay me okay, I'm not gonna say he's gonna fail at West Ham or something like that. He could be a fantastic success to be very honest. But that's that's what I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean I, I can sort of see what he's trying to say. Like I mean underrated maybe is too strong of a word, but perhaps no. at another club like West Ham he could actually prove his worth. Like I think there were like there was a time where Lingard was actually pretty decent for our club. Like Yeah. I think FA I cup, Adam, I know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean he's, I mean, he to be fair he scores in the big matches. Like that kind of he has that kind we, of pedigree. I mean I know I know you I know all the other fans are gonna jump in and start attacking both of us, but to be fair no, I think no, you actually,
0: know,
3: no, I actually kind of find it fair. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I, ca- I cannot believe what I'm hearing I cannot even believe he's in the conversation you're talking about a player who went 2019 without, with zero goals and zero assists no but you community. should
2: look at his it. off like off pillow I him here like uh, issues with family someone committed suicide or something I don't know he had, like, mental health I'm issues, sorry you're blah, on blah,
0: blah. 100k a week I mean no, people I mean, I, I involve understand their yeah, problems yeah, sure. are, okay, okay. Their I, understand, I understand I understand BK's past, uh,
2: uh, uh, concern I
1: think it's I'm saying underrated is a bit of a stretch it's too much of a stretch actually but yeah. be overly I mean, criticised.
3: No, 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 no. Yeah, I mean, no, that's no, no, a better I, I word. Wanna,
1: maybe. Yeah, overly criticised, perhaps. Yeah,
0: But I mean... I want to talk about the, the the personal life thing. I mean... I, it's true, okay? It's bad. It, 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 it sucks, okay? I'm sorry for what happened to him. But we are talking about on the pitch. You can't bolster your argument that Jesse Lingard is a good player because he lost someone close to him or he had family issues or all that. No, we are talking stats.
2: And the stats say that in 2019... In the Premier League, he had zero goals and zero assists. But to be fair, so, he, the team of was Soranovi wasn't the team they were playing now. Cavani wasn't there, Bruno wasn't there. He was playing with Pereira, Diego Delo, all these kind of players. So you're not. You're not what expecting. am I hearing? No, I'm saying. Okay, my end of the. That's end no of the, excuse. No. Okay, let me let Basically, my point is that he's a better player than what people call him. And to me, that's what underrated is. That's it. I'm done. No, he's finished. not underrated. Okay. No, no, no. he's He's think, absolutely not. I think I
1: move on. I think Jesse Linka doesn't deserve so much talk time. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: Maybe, maybe okay. if he does well in his lone move, then we can yeah, come back to him in about the future like or something.
1: Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I don't think we asked Arjun. Add... Not me, 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 me. Uh, I want to say, I want to say. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, okay, yeah. Okay, actually, okay, actually I have two players, actually. Okay, I feel like generally defensive players sort of go under the radar. I know you're talking about Henderson and all that, but there are some people who actually go under the radar. One is actually Wilfred and Didi from Leicester. Oh, I know you will start jumping on the 80 million train again, but yeah. yeah. Uh, Indeedy, right? Okay, so I was just looking through the stats and something that maybe a lot of y'all may not know. Uh, since he has come on to Leicester, right? He has, in terms of tackles in the Premier League, he has always been in the top three. In fact, 18, so like, uh, sev- okay, I'm just looking at the stats right now. 17, 18, he was number one. 18, 19, he was number one again. 19, 20... He was number two, only behind one who was also my other shout for the most underrated player, actually. Uh, so, yeah, th- he's actually fantastic for Leicester and he's actually filled up that N'Golo Kante, uh, Kante uh, void, which, which came after he left to Chelsea. So, I think indeed has... Perhaps because Leicester... I mean, Leicester has always been in and around that top four or like outs- around the European... challenging for the European spots. So, I guess they don't come under the radar as much as some of the bigger clubs... But I think Ndidi will easily fit into any of the top four clubs, actually. He can play for a title-winning team easily. He does I would the take job him United, team. actually. Ah, I would no, take him, honestly. Don't. Like he, yeah, We need a DM. He, yeah. he does the job. But to be honest, we don't really need a defensive midfielder, per se, I think. we. Are, I mean, as, as maybe Pramod might disagree, but I think McTominay and yeah, Fred are a very solid defensive partnership. In my eyes, like at fraud. least. Yeah, sure, whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, yeah. The thing is... Indeede and I think Indeede is fantastic and because I think because he's at Leicester he doesn't get talked about as much uh, and yeah mm. and okay, okay coming back to my sorry I'll just finish this okay one Bisaka is my other shout for the most underrated player so I feel like he is has all, he also has a fantastic tackle record I'm just looking at number of tackles I think that's the best uh, measure for a defensive player in the Premier League. And uh, he's, he's also been in the one top once. three. You had given that. Yeah, exactly. He he's been very hard to get past, um, and he has been in the top three in terms of tackle since his move to United, which is absolutely amazing for a fullback. And I mean, mm-hmm. going forward, he may not be the best player, but I think defensively, I can go as far as to say that he is perhaps the best, the best defensive fullback in the league. I I think we can give him that love. And I don't think it's. What do you, what,
2: what do you all think about this argument about? Comparing Trent and one bissaka they say Trent is a better... Trent is... A, I think back. going
1: forward, you can't... I think Trent is way better, but... I think defensively, I think... Would you, I think even Liverpool fans may agree that Wan-Bissaka... Would you, would you say that the modern better.
2: fullback requires going forward and therefore one bissaka is not actually achieving, achieving his potential? I don't know. Is that something you all agree with? Uh, I feel like... I mean, feel it's on, actually kind of improving recently. It depends on how yeah, yeah. the yeah.
4: team plays as well. Liverpool plays with I attacking mean, fullbacks what? a lot more than other teams do. So... Mm. it's more important in a Liverpool team but if your fullbacks don't
2: attack as much then you know it's not really that necessary personally I feel whenever one bissaka crosses it just doesn't cross the first man uh, for some reason okay a,
0: but <laughs> my, my my thinking is as a, a right back uh, as it, it it's a bit uh, contradictory because I support Liverpool and we have Trent but as a right back your primary job is you're part of the back line as long as you defend well it's fine. Uh, your attacking can brush up over mm-hmm. like over a few seasons, so it's no problem. Mm. I think one Bisaka
2: defensively is definitely a better right back than Trent. Definitely. Mm. He's been caught out of position actually a few times this season. But the thing about him is that he gets saved, like he gets let go because he's damn athletic. Like he got that jeans too and then he got that legs, you know, mm. the spidey legs. Just stretches his legs bissaka His positioning okay. and footballing IQ is not the best. But he get he, he he gets like people don't talk about that that, that side because he somehow stretches his legs and, yeah, you know, people. <laughs> it's not about positioning. His him. slight so tackling ball.
1: is amazing, yeah. I mean, I, I yeah. remember some some of the City games last season. He, Sterling. I mean, Sterling. Sterling is still in his back pocket, honestly. Somehow against yeah. Sterling, he just he just turns into some god, honestly.
2: That's why okay. I think the other day Sterling played on the other side <laughs> against Shaw. <sure. laughs> alright, boys. Alright, alright. Yeah. Right, anyway, we be moving Alright, oh, Sure, moving. sure. We are thirty-seven
0: minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so much for recording a shorter episode. <laughs> anyway, uh, next, okay, uh, as everyone knows, uh, Lampard, unfortunately, got sacked, uh, this week. Uh, I called it. So big <laughs> boy <laughs> <back>. <laughs> Right after yeah, most yeah, of us said he's you, not going to get sacked this season. Yeah. Oh, that's and a. And the next
1: day, he gets sacked.
0: Yeah, that's a. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, a, everything we said in the last episode has just gone it's down Just so lovely timing. I think we jinxed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. Okay. Uh so okay, my question to you is uh should Chelsea have given Lampard more time? And is Tuchel's time at the club gonna be any different? Okay. Can I can I answer first? Okay, sure. you go first. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Uh I don't think Chelsea should have given Lampard more time because they like c- simply because oh wait, actually no. Okay, they could have given him more time actually because he has had a full season with them. They finished, uh, what, fourth last season, correct? They finished yeah, fourth, Yeah, right? they finished fourth, yeah. correct. Okay. So but that's a regression from
2: the previous season.
0: <laughs> that's a what?
2: A regression. They downgraded. Because they were third oh, the Okay, third but off.
0: I mean, okay, new new manager cut him some slack. <laughs> but uh, now the thing is, okay, he's... I think the two, like, big uh, contributing factors, I mean, apart from results is... The, the apparent lack of impact from Timo Werner and Kai Havertz. So, from Chelsea's point of view, it's like, okay, we've backed you, we've gotten you the players that you wanted. Why, are, why aren't we getting results? Like, why aren't the players performing? And Chelsea, a club as trigger-happy as Chelsea, the most trigger-happy club in the big six. Yeah, the most trigger-happy club in the big six. Uh, I He should have been given more time, but uh, I can't say that I didn't see this coming. And about Tuchel uh, His time is not going to be Any different I I really don't think so I think uh, He's going to finish this season Maybe get them Uh, They are currently They are currently 10th in the league uh, 30 points With a game in hand And I do not See them finishing Past what 5th I I don't see them Mm. Going past 5th Like 5th Like they Like is the best case scenario For them I, I feel personally I, and next season the same thing is gonna happen, and I think it's gonna get sacked. <laughs> yeah, I
1: mean, yeah, to fair point. I, I think Chelsea, on, no, no, as, no, no, no. A, I, as a club, I, I have, have to. Uh,
0: no, no wait, I have to say this. Just watch him in twenty years' time become the like Chelsea's Alex Ferguson. This is <laughs> like this is <laughs>
2: not going well for the podcast. <laughs> okay, uh, okay, Can, uh, can next, I say something uh, about Chelsea? Next. Just to add on what BK said. Yeah. So okay, basically. Tuchel also has this problem with the board members. (laughs) That's a big problem. (laughs) And when you have Roman Abramovich above you, it's quite difficult to maintain a relationship. Because if you look at PSG, he fell out with the board. you look at Dortmund, he fell out with the board. Okay, I saw a recent article saying that, oh, like, he apparently took it upon himself to, like, better relationship with uh, the board members and stuff. So maybe that may change. But honestly, I I think in 18 months' time, we'll be sitting and talking about, if we are, I I think we will be lah, so... We still be sitting and talking about oh Chelsea's like their next manager and blah blah blah. blah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just honestly for Roman Abramovich, right? His players are like toys, you know. You know, like uh, when a, when a child goes into this like toy store, then you just buy all the toys you want. They're like oh shit, this yeah. toy is broken. Let's nice buy another actually. toy for you. <laughs> it's it's it, good it. Good. He's just this spoiled <laughs> yeah. child Dude, who just the, wants to go around actually, buying all the toys. Actually, yeah. th- that is how he bought Chelsea Football Club. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> for a player like him, he has no sentimentality, no attachment to any of the uh, managers mm. or players. He's just oh, if you don't do a job, you're out. If you the job at all, yeah, but do you think that
3: model has worked quite well for them right I mean yeah last yeah. 15 had, years they won one of the most successful success, clubs they, in England yeah
0: they've had considerable success uh, yeah. Roman took over when 2003 2004 yeah uh like, over the past, yeah, 16, 17 years, I mean, they've had, they've won the Champions League, they've won the Premier League three times, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, throw in a couple of Europa Cups and I think a FA few cups. domestic cups, yeah. I think, I think, they League are, they've been doing well, like, yeah, it's working for him, so you can't really blame them uh, for doing this. I think, this. in terms but, of
1: managers, right, I, the only guy who I feel like Roman should have backed was probably, like, Mourinho, because I feel like he really achieved a lot at their club and... Probably deserved better yeah. treatment. Like I mean, I know he came for second yeah. stint, but oh, even oh, but he, a
0: lot, a lot other managers deserve better treatment. We, we said last episode there's Di Matteo, there is um, Conte, uh, mm. yeah Conte. Like yeah, these guys, too. they 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 also deserve like um, better treatment. That's a problem. Yeah, okay. The
3: the person he should have backed is Mourinho. Yeah. yeah. To that. be honest, the only reason but why I expected this time to be different is that because of the, the history that, that Frank Lampard that. has with like, yeah. Chelsea. And yeah, the fact that he's, he's a, a legend, legend so and maybe they would yeah, be more yeah, lean, yeah. But if you look yeah, at the right. track record, people like managers before him have been sacked after achieving more than he's what he's achieved. And we, yep, yep. and he doesn't have the excuse of uh, not getting backing. I mean, this is pretty yeah, much I, his team already. Yeah, his his legacy as a player
2: might actually have been the reason why he he got the he, job. He brought, He's not a yeah. fantastic manager, you know, guys. Like, really, he's not. I, okay, I've. I don't like Ole, but I would say Ole is a better manager than Lampard. Honestly, look at his uh, tenure with Derby, right? It's, he brought them from sixth to sixth the next season, and then he immediately got offered the Chelsea job. Like, and then he, uh, like I told BK, they regressed. They went from third to fourth. Granted, it's by goal difference or what, but it's still a downgrade from the previous season. And with all the But said to him, he didn't have he didn't have a uh, transfer window to work with, and he got fourth.
3: Mm. He got the fourth uh, spot yeah. with like a lot of the academy players. So that's pretty impressive I
2: would say. Yeah, I was that quite impressed me, by that. Yeah, that brings me to another point. Would you like rather have this model of just chopping and changing managers or would you like have one manager but you don't win as much but you have this like nice sentimentality and romanticism kind of attached to the manager? And you like like kind of like, you, like, look at what Porsche did. He was there for five, six years, didn't win anything, but there was this like sort of like communal spirit, you know what I mean, that that he can create and like bring through with the fans, this attachment with the fans. Because when you keep changing managers, you can't create that bond with the fans. If you get what I mean. And, yeah. What do you guys think about that? Yeah,
3: but I feel in the modern game, like, it's not going to happen as often as, as like, the last 20 years with Wenger and Ferguson. Like, nowadays, if you don't get results within the, within the first two to three years, you're out the door. And yeah. There isn't, that, there isn't that accommodating environment anymore. Everything is, like... Like people's opinions of a manager can change after one bad game or one uh, surprisingly good game. Like mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I don't think people have the patience anymore for that. Like they just want immediate results, especially for the big clubs. Like uh, how do I say? Uh, like Ole, like Ole was actually in danger of losing his job right before they all went on yeah. that run. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah that yeah, just speaks to how how demanding
2: it is right now for. A we manager. are very fickle-minded la Football fans are just fickle-minded. We just like flip flop every single time something goes for us or against us. Yeah, yeah, it's fecal it. But that's what, that's what sorry, makes football who, who, fun. Who about, are so. you
0: accusing of being fecal minded from? <laughs>
2: we are all fecal minded. We are all fecal minded. So football fans in general. In some, in some extent, we is always, yeah,
0: But this is. That's what uh, makes football uh, fun. I'm just going to put up the, the Spider Man meme, you know, the one where he's pointing to himself. <laughs> I'm gonna, how, I'm, wait, I'm i Wait, i just How am I fecal minded? i minded.
2: I was backing my point that I always not deserving to lead the best club in the world. And I still stand by it. Okay, let's move on. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh yeah, I'm um, okay, moving on.
0: Uh still on the topic of managers. Uh I wanna since we talked about Mourinho and stuff, uh what do you think is better? Long term success at one club or success at many different clubs? Go on. Anyone? Oof. Or do I you, you guys want me to start first? I'll get the point. Yeah, running. go ahead, go ahead. Yep, yeah, sure. Okay. Uh for me I think uh success at many different clubs is better because uh, each club has their own identity and you have to cater to the fans and that's there's the there's the, there's the problem of coming in, introducing yourself to the players, the players getting used to you. So as a manager, if you can facilitate all that and still find success at different clubs, you can... Uh, I think you deserve more... Okay, no, I won't say you deserve more respect, but I think in my eyes, it's, it's more it's impressive to it. than... Yeah, it's my... Uh, it's more impressive than, say, uh, Alex Ferguson or uh, Wenger. Oh, but wait, Alex Ferguson... Okay, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. wait, 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 wait. Hot wait, takes, wait. hot takes. Relax, 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 relax. <laughs> so, I understand for the Alex Ferguson part, it might be a bit touchy. Because the guy won, like, what, 18 Prem titles or something. No, 13. 13. He, didn't win it. he win 13. He oh, won yeah, 13. okay. Uh, yeah, okay, okay, fine. 13. So, okay, yeah, it's crazy. But I, I will definitely say they command more respect than Wenger. I know Wenger has gone invincible, but I, I think it's harder to do success at many different clubs than a lot of success at, at uh, like, one club. I, I think, uh, if you, yeah, many different clubs, it's, I that's would, my pick. I think
2: I would disagree, yeah. Because, okay, my okay. childhood was the one of the best childhood as a United fan, because I saw, like, Liverpool and stuff getting ripped apart. Okay, granted, <laughs> we're not, like, we're not always winning, la, but I saw, like, eight twos and, like, six ones every day, you know what I mean? So that was that was okay every week la, okay on the re- every week the newspaper because no computer right? so newspaper anyway so there was no wait, 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 wait. There, no, no let me get the we, fact go. that there's no computer you guys didn't mean 8 two every week no like I mean th- those were the times sure he would know la yeah yeah yeah, I guess, yeah I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just I'm just there was uh, always at least a five goal up, was always at least a five I'm difference I'm okay that's my point move on move on move on so, so, <laughs> carry on. Anyway. carry on carry on carry on so that was basically. Amazing, childhood because of this sentimentality and like this attachment I had with Ferguson. He was there for such a long time throughout my childhood. I felt that instead of him, if there was some other manager was coming in and out, you know, right? There won't be this like that 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 bond won't be there. I feel you know what I mean. And That's I know you said point. Alex Ferguson is not a, it's not we can maybe it's a anomaly for this argument. Like I don't know because he's the best manager ever, or what? But no, but personally but I the question
0: is which is better, but in terms of football, not in terms of how
2: the fans feel. But success is also appealing to fans. Because right? without fans, there's no football. Right? That's my definition of success. Right? No, man. There, there's success
0: on both sides of the argument. It's can, just whether it's one
2: club or many different clubs. Like, different clubs. You can be successful like Guardiola at Pep, but do the fans feel as attached to Guardiola as United fans are to Ferguson? No, because there's no, no okay, there's that's no a no minus attachment. point. But would you say that takes away from Guardiola as a manager? I don't think it does. Yeah, it definitely doesn't. But that attachment with fans that... Like I said, the sentimentality that kept Lampard's job for this long. All that is missing, you know, if you keep changing managers. And I feel that's a big part of football. Uh-huh. When, play, when fans sing your name, like, on the stands and stuff, that's very important to the sport. And I feel if you keep changing managers, that attachment is gone. And when you bring a, some random guy from another country in, like, it's, it makes it worse because you... It's hard to create a bond again. Unless you immediately, like, you know, start firing. But, yeah. I don't know. Let's let's see about... Let's see about that lah. But, Yeah. That's, okay. that's,
1: that's how I feel. Anyone have anything to say? Actually, I just had to add on. Like, I mean, okay, the emotional side is always there. But um, I I feel especially at this current day and age when like I don't think we've seen a very... We've seen a manager that has actually managed to stay at a club for the long term. Even like, so, so let's say, someone like Poch. I mean, I think if you were to ask someone at that point in time when he was at Spurs, you would think that he would actually stay longer than his five years, even when times were bad. And I think if you and in this day and age if you manage to stay like such for such a long period of time i think that is a fantastic achievement because you have actually ridden the the dark times in your club and you've also enjoyed a, a reasonable reasonable amount of success so i think like mm-hmm. in this day and age if you're able to sustain a job in uh, as a manager i think it's, you should be given where credit is due i mean you should be given credit where credit is due so yeah, I think I'm okay. on the side. I'm on the side with Pramod in this argument, where I think success at one club is actually better than success at many different clubs. And I think okay. no disrespect to the other managers who have achieved, uh, like for example, Mourinho has won everywhere. He's gone, but for me, I personally still hold some respect to people like Ferguson, Wenger, who has actually even Moyes. I mean, he spent like what twelve years at uh, Everton. I think that is a fantastic achievement, and he bought mm. them from a relegation-threatened club to actually challenging for european sports. so i think
0: those kind of managers also deserve uh, a lot of praise they do uh, but my in like my my argument is that every time if if you are a manager and you go to a new club there is a set of challenges there's a set of challenges that if you get wrong like if if you don't manage to overcome them it ruins your entire term at the club for example, getting control of the dressing room, managing the egos of the players, uh, 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 what uh, pandering to the fans or like, no, not pandering, I mean, uh, satisfying the fans, like like playing the kind of football they want to play. Or if you want to change your identity, you have to be very, very careful. So that kind of stuff. As, as you move on to each club, you have those set of challenges and they, they get harder every time. I, I feel as, as time goes on it gets harder and harder and harder because if you have success your reputation follows you so you, there's more pressure on you to perform so if you if you are changing clubs again and again and again changing the people that you're working with and you can prove that you can still have success despite all these changing variables I think you deserve more but more I, I would say press. that
2: maintaining success is also equally hard like like look at what club is doing he's Bound to be one of the best managers in Liverpool history if he continues this what he's doing for the past four years for the next five years lah. So let's say he has this ten year period. He's not gonna do, but let's say he's stays. Yeah, in but Liverpool you have the same years. challenge if you go on different clubs also what? But to almost win the league and then to win the league next year and then to win the Champions League, isn't that harder than to like work with changing variables? Because you're pres- you're like trying to maintain your level, which is harder than like improving, I would say.
0: No, doing that with the changing variables, that's harder. That's my point. But how are you going to do that if you're not in a
2: Certain club point if you as certain a
0: manager finish runner-up in the Champions League final and then you move on to another club and then you win the Champions League final the, the next year uh, hypothetically speaking th- that is
2: more impressive. But you're changing two variables there. You're changing the club and you're changing you get what I
0: mean? Yeah, which is harder.
2: But then, then it's... Hence, hence they, they, they deserve more credit. Uh? Mm,
4: okay, Interesting I, I, point. Okay, fine. I mean, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. I see I that. I see this. as to be fair. Yeah.
2: Okay, I'll <laughs> go.
4: Yeah, I mean, I can see both sides, but I think I would have to weigh in with uh, Vikas saying, because like, especially in today's uh football context, we change managers so often, like we're literally just talking about it. So I think if you can prove to the fans, you can prove to the board that you have the success, you have what it takes to produce success in the long term and you can keep your job, that's more impressive, I would say. That in itself is mm. a, it's more impressive. Like you see what, Klopp has done for example I think if we had a uh, different board or something we might have had him yeah. we might see him leave after the first couple of years mm-hmm. but Mm-mm. I think he has proven to the board he has proven to the fans that he is capable of producing the success that we are looking forward to and he has done it in recent years we won the champions league won the premier league and mm. you know we might still have a chance of winning something this season and he looks like he's staying here for the long term which I feel is uh, a, a harder job than jumping around clubs and winning mm. something here and there.
2: Hmm. I think Liverpool okay. fans okay. of Interesting. all fans
4: Interesting. I, I no. didn't.
0: I didn't expect so much yeah. uh, like so so much people to agree with uh, the other side of the argument but okay. It's Arjun no, on, you on you this w- spectrum
1: actually? Um, oh, yeah, sorry, sorry,
3: carry on. As someone <laughs> who's watched Arsenal for a lot <laughs> I would say there is a limit <laughs> to the long-term <laughs> patience <laughs> yes. um, I, I mean I've st- I, I always years, respected uh. Wenger for what he achieved I feel like people scapegoated him for what happened in Arsenal like the you know the just the constant regression that we had <laughs> for, yes. the, like, for maybe like his entire second <laughs> half of his career at Arsenal
2: he,
0: he,
3: asked no he fan gave you top 4
2: yeah. for like <laughs> 20 years, then blood. you would sack him. Then now you're playing for top 4. The biggest idea. Yeah, I mean, honestly.
3: to be honest, yeah. there's this argument right now that uh, rival fans are trying to say that, oh, like, look at where you, are, where you are at now. Maybe you would have been better off sticking with him, which I guess is a fair argument. But even under him, you, you could see that we were still regressing. Like, we finished outside the top 4 for the first time. And then the season after that we couldn't even win the Europa League uh, we finished out the top four again and he honestly left us in quite a bad state you know he left us with a oversized squad he left us with players that are just not at the level required to play for Arsenal mm. yeah so mm. I, for me I think but managers he, need to know yeah. that at some point it's if it's not working out they, they need to switch clubs and try to find success somewhere else and I think that's actually more impressive <laughs> because that's the
1: interesting take actually that's a very interesting take
3: it it takes more courage to to like go out of your comfort zone and try and reestablish your reputation which mm. i don't know maybe wenger because he felt a bit comfortable at arsenal and to be fair he does love the club he, he could have left us for real madrid mm. he could have left us for psg years ago but he truly did care for the club but i just feel that he because of how comfortable he got he did not make the effort to evolve with the times and he was at times too idealistic. And even though that kind of sings well with how the Arsenal fan base likes to see football play, it didn't work out for us in terms of results, in terms of trophies. So yeah, uh, that's my take.
2: Equally, he mm-hmm. did give you like one of your best times, I think. in recent. Yeah, yeah no, as
3: in like yeah. overall, like yeah. very, very s- successful period. I mean, 22 years, 10 trophies. Mm. I mean, that's a pretty decent return but it could have been way better is what i'm trying to say because like uh, i feel like he made a very big mistake of disassembling our invincible squad and our double winning squad in the early 2000s and then when that mm-hmm. happened he didn't he didn't quite have the the i guess just the ability that Ferguson had to rebuild squads and then at that point i think he should have left Cause I feel like he, if he left at that time, I think he he would have gone to another top club and actually probably achieved a lot more.
2: Okay. Yep. Mm.
0: Yep. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I can see where <laughs> you're coming from. Uh, anything
0: else to say? If not, I'll uh, move on to the next segment.
2: I think it's. I, I know. It's just about this born. like for me and Arjun, we can relate perfectly because he's born to Wenger and I'm born to Ferguson because of the long term tenure at the club. It's just unbeatable. So you cannot take that away. And even though maybe mm. Ferguson didn't yeah, win as much, right. I would say. But Ferguson, Ferguson, Ferguson
3: actually him. kept winning, so... Yeah, yeah. He no, can't, but i it's saying, not really. even if he, even if he did not I so think still that's have, a, I think yes. that's
4: the main difference. If you hmm. see your manager stay at your club without the, the success that you expect of him, then obviously you're not going to be happy with it. Like, yeah, if but Ferguson if you,
3: went through something similar to what Wenger went through, I think he would have been sacked. Because uh. at United, the standards are way higher and they're not as patient. You know, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, so, like, yeah, yeah, it's right. not that... We didn't value our bond with Wenger. It's just that we realised that the time was simply up. And I still maintain to the day, uh, to this day, that we should have got mm. rid of him sooner. Because, yeah. like... Well, when do you just, think it was the right time just to get us, rid of him? I, I think the time was when we beat Chelsea in the FA Cup Final 2017. I think that was the time for me to go. Because mm. we, okay. were, we were in the Europa League, you know, our squad. It was very evident that we needed a rebuild. And, yeah, he just... Didn't have it in him to to do that job Because he hasn't been able to do it since the Invincible So what's what's changed now that he can do it now So that's that my thinking I, I mean no disrespect mm. to him uh. I still respect him I just think that he he's not the answer Emery wasn't the answer either I mean,
2: mm-hmm. The
3: jury is still out on Anteta But at least I'm seeing some progression In that sense Y'all could
2: have treated him better when he left uh. That's the difference between Ferguson and Ferguson Sorry? left he was given a, uh, No, the way y'all treated him before he left, calling him a dinosaur, calling him extinct, whatever. I mean,
3: again, you, you, you don't. See, I mean, you have to see the point where Ferguson was successful till the end. So obviously, there's not going to be any know, but sen- but like negative sentiments building I, in the fan base against him. He I won know, the Premier League title in his last season. How how is that? How's twenty years of twenty years pick? of top Sorry? four is
2: also not a very like. Simple I, I mean, situation. top
3: yeah, top four is is important, but. At 20 the years, it, every when, year. When you see years. how much he achieved in the first seven, eight years, and then you see the regression, obviously, and we're gonna be upset as a fan base because you're not getting yeah. anywhere. You're stagnating. I mean, you're worse than stagnating. You're regressing. So yeah, I I just don't see how that point stands. I don't know lah. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I get your point. Interesting, <laughs> interesting. Okay, uh,
0: swiftly moving on. If you guys are done, uh, let's move on to football mythbusters. So this week oh. we have, uh, Vikas who's here to bust the football myth for us. Go on, Vikas.
1: Alright Okay guys So actually I actually have two And some of you May already know these two But uh, I mean Too bad if you already know it But yeah Okay <laughs> wow. So okay One was actually about um, This was quite some time back um, Roy Keane On uh, Harlan's dad. yeah I think most of you guys Know this incident Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Wait
2: so, can I, can I yeah. say What I think happened Then you correct me If I'm wrong
1: Sorry I, oh. I couldn't hear you
2: No can I say What I think happened Then you correct me If I'm wrong Okay sure I don't know what happened. Go on. Dude, what? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Hey, okay. Honest, carry on, carry on, okay. Carry on. So basically,
1: uh, a common myth was that uh, Roy Keane ended Haaland's dad's career, Al uh, Finch Haaland. Okay. Yeah, that, that was his dad's oh, name. Okay. So actually, yeah. it wasn't Roy Keane who actually ended his career. So interestingly, it's just coincidence that uh, after Roy Keane's tackle, Al uh, Finch Haaland actually never played a full game after that. And he actually uh, retired because of surgery on his left knee and not his right knee. Right knee was the one uh, which Roy Keane tackled on. So, so oh. that's interesting. So, are you saying that's there's still a chance Haaland can up United? <laughs> Culprit was just himself, I guess. He so, know, there's it's other <laughs> leg. so, it was nothing to do with Roy Keane. I mean, in even in the interview, actually, he maintained that it it apparently still hurt, like the Roy Keane's challenge. But that was not the reason why he actually uh, retired from the game itself. Although, you so know, the like to... There's I still a chance that Haaland may we...
2: come to United lah. I,
1: mean, I I couldn't <laughs> hear you from you're like, point oh, off.
2: No, there's still a chance that Haaland may come to United. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> I, Let's not you know, go back I to th- these transfer targets. I don't
0: yet. see him coming to United for 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 that mm. reason alone. I think because, <laughs> bro. Okay, you okay? Because uh, I'm here to. I'm. I'm here to counter this, because um I have sufficient information on this topic, and Keane actually stated in his biography that it was an act of vengeance over Haaland for the, uh like, for his previous tackle, like, three and a half years ago. Yeah, already. yeah, it is. I'm not saying that so, it wasn't.
1: I'm just saying that it wasn't the reason it ended his career. That's the thing. I'm, that's my point here. I'm not saying mm, that Roy Keane mm. didn't, like, have any vengeance, or it was, mal- I mean, it was definitely malicious, like.
2: Wow, gone are the uh-huh. days yeah. Where footballers Used to kick each I'm other just, out, Yeah, All <laughs> I'm
1: saying is that The common myth here Was that uh, Roy Keane was the one That ended ended his career Which wasn't the case It was actually His own injury So that is the bit I'm trying to bust here
2: mm-hmm. so, yeah. okay. Hope that I wish the footballers Were right. more like, like How to say Confronting nowadays And speaking of Confrontational footballers There's a boxing fight Right VK <laughs> Let's wait, 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 This wait, 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 wait. Yeah. step by step, step yeah, by I step, know, step. I know, I know. My,
0: my guy, because has another myth, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, this why be yeah, we because I mean got I, got I don't it. know how you guys are gonna receive this, but uh, some of you may actually have already read, read about this. So my second myth is actually about Paul Pogba, and his uh, uh-huh. time at United. So okay, I mean I myself am, culp- I mean uh, I'm I myself guilty of this. So like I tend to criticize Pogba for going missing in a lot of games. Maybe recent times he's been slightly better, so he doesn't... And I think after the arrival of Bruno, like, the spotlight have, has sort of not... It's not so much on him anymore. So a lot of people mm-hmm. say that he hasn't lived up to his price tag. He His time at Juventus was much better. So I just like to talk about his record at Juventus. So his uh, Serie A record was uh, 124 games, 28 yeah. goals, 28 assists. So, in the Premier League, he's played 129 games. So, any guesses as to what his record is in terms of goals? and? I I think
3: it's almost identical to the CIA record.
1: Yes, it is. So, in fact, it's actually 28 goals and 28 assists. Exact same record, which he has in the (laughs) Premier League. So, I mean, the myth here, I guess, is he's actually a flop since he came to United. I mean, uh, I think we know about football transfers nowadays where clubs are playing uh, astronomical figures for players. And I mean, this was even before the Neymar transfer. It's actually the world record uh, transfer at that point in time. But I think like Mm -hmm. these price tags put an unnecessary, I mean, uh, mm, I would say that it puts an unrealistic expectation on the players to actually perform beyond what they're capable of, perhaps. This is is my (laughs) take at least. And I think most of us can agree that Premier League is actually a much more physical league and a lot of players who do well in other European top 5 leagues actually don't do as well in the Premier League so if you were to compare his stats between Syria and Premier League when they're identical you could technically think that he's actually lived up to his potential as a proper midfielder okay okay yeah okay
0: can I can I okay so uh, the thing is okay so when he was at Juventus what he was uh, 20 to 23 right yeah Uh, yeah it says 2012 to 2016 so he was actually 19 to to 23. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, at that age, so, those stats are impressive. Like, it made him the most expensive transfer. Was he the most expensive transfer at the time?
1: Uh, you mean to United, is it? Yeah. Yeah, he was at the time before the Neymar transfer.
0: Yeah. So, uh, so, he was the most expensive transfer at the time because those stats are impressive for uh 22-year-old, 23-year-old. Mm-hmm. When you pay that much money, you expect improvement. And, Personally, I feel he's been way too inconsistent. It's, it's not terrible, but I feel like you guys didn't pay out of your pocket for the exact same stats. Okay, you, what you I, guys, what you I guys feel personally the is... World right. beat- you guys want the next Zidane. That's that's what you guys want. True, true. That's okay. what you, that's yeah, why you what pay the kind like of money We wanted
1: for. the Bruno kind of player in Pogba, which unfortunately yeah. he never lived up, lived up to. I think he had the talent, but for some reason, he hasn't been able to get the kind of stats which we expect. of a. We, maybe because of his price tag and maybe his affinity with United and the way we saw him play at Ju- Juventus scoring those amazing goals. I think yeah. we sort of expected that for him to just come yeah. in and fit into the team. Even like, I remember his debut against Southampton. He was, I could tell he was a class above everyone else. Like he, You could just tell he was a class player from the start. But yeah. perhaps he's been, I, know, I mean, I know common criticism. He goes missing in a lot of games. Like, where's Pogba? Blah, blah, blah. I think Bruno has taken a lot of steam off him. But yeah, I think if you look at the stats absolutely. I think, I think it's fair to say that he hasn't done all that bad. That's that's what I'm trying to say here. Like it, it is. I know I know BK's point saying that oh maybe he was a younger age, so you expect a lot more out of a player. Because typically 26, 27 yeah. is when the player is supposed to reach his peak. Yeah. But I mean, considering the fact that this is one of the toughest leagues in the world, and the fact that I think like the price tag itself puts an unrealistic expectation on a player. So I feel mm-hmm. considering all that. Pogba has actually done pretty a pretty decent job at united so yeah okay how many
0: goals do you say he's got he's got 28 28 okay bruno fernandes who came in last year for you guys mm-hmm. has already has 19 league goals for you guys yeah okay so, no, no. what i'm saying so is i, I think is, there's a, 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 a stark difference as as when bruno.
1: that's that's my point here actually I just feel he yeah. wasn't that good at all. That's that's my point here. Ah like, uh, yeah, okay, fine, fair. But yeah. I think he's just fallen uh, short of uh,
3: expectations. Like yeah, I think people were expecting he hold short the world of of him expectations. Know? Like they were talking about title challenges after he was signed. In yeah, the, yeah. There a was a lot of hope placed on him and I mean it's quite unfair to place that kind of expectation, but unfortunately he fell short of it. I wouldn't but say not. he's a flop, but he mm-hmm. wasn't what I think he I don't think he was what United fans expected. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, another true. thing is also I, I think
1: uh, we what we thought Fernandez was an absolute he barking. he was like, yeah he he was he was supposed million? to be the if I'm not he was yeah, supposed to be the
3: yeah honestly and I'm quite was, surprised how how well he's adapted because I thought he's coming from the Portuguese league right? like yeah. will he be able to adapt to such a higher standard and mm-hmm. he's actually done it so fair play to him yeah yeah. Okay, uh, so we am actually
1: more thinking Can of uh, skipping
0: this topic, okay, but yeah, since he's uh, <laughs> mentioned it now, we have to go back. Uh, <laughs> Zlatan versus Lukaku boxing match. Uh, so hey, is this a nice, is a nice, what, one, nice, guys, uh, nice debate. Well, okay. actually, right. Okay, first of all, uh, let me just say, I, 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 saw the video of the incident. Uh, it, it doesn't look like a boxing <laughs> match at all. Like the incident that it, uh, Lukaku just kisses Zlatan on the forehead. Uh, <laughs> look at that. Oh yes, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. It's just a he's just a bit of love, you know, from one, one world-class striker to another. <laughs> uh, or, or he's no, leaning into it, you know, his lips another. are... Okay, so Lukaku's lips are on his forehead and Zlatan is straight up leaning into it. He's like, yes, give me more, give me more, give me more. <laughs> My, well, well, why was my, this my, a topic to be discussed? Uh, who suggested it? Come on, take I, it away. I
2: suggested it, begin? but my thing is, who would you bet your money on? That's the thing. You are, you're mm. comparing at 1.9. Like, I think oh, Arjun saw bro, him, in, I, saw him I, on live, right? I think money, he yeah. said he was like Zlatan, double the size of. Lukaku huge. Yeah. And Zlatan has <laughs> a black belt in like, martial yeah, arts. Zlatan
0: on, has a black belt, bro. I'm, I'm backing Zlatan all day, every day, bro.
2: I still oh, think Lukaku, Lukaku can do a madness. Lukaku is pretty good. What's that guy? Andy Diaz, is it? The underdog. Oh, Andy
3: I mean, <laughs> Lukaku yeah. isn't that that unhealthy. He's in pretty good no, shape.
2: No I mean, yeah. yeah. It's just it's just a fun debate. Lukaku, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Lukaku
0: just carry honestly I, would I wouldn't want to no, with I, Lukaku. I, I will. I I will. I will bet my money on the guy who can who has a right foot so strong that he can do a bicycle kick from forty yards out and the ball doesn't bounce before it goes into the net. Uh. Like, <laughs> that, 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 I I have my money on that okay, guy. Okay, yeah, no. what, one, if, if you're talking MMA, so, yeah, I feel like yeah. you will
3: know how to. If <laughs> to take if, him apart, if you're, the guy, the if guy
2: recovered
1: him. from I mean, an ACL it, injury I mean, for, in six months. So, <laughs> hard to argue that <laughs> six months is lions insane. don't compare themselves to humans. In, that is insane. <laughs> like you look at Van Dyke. he's supposed to be the world's best defender. I mean, I mean, okay like, I mean, <laughs> this is like what I mean, <laughs> This is a bit unfair on Van Dyke. Yes, I know, mean, I know, I know. But I'm just saying, six months is insane. Let's putting it out there.
0: Like six uh-huh. months recovery yeah. time is yeah. yeah, it is really,
1: really. something else.
0: Okay, that that uh, completely <laughs> unnecessary segue aside, <laughs> uh, I think uh, are we doing dub of the week, l of the week this week? Uh, yeah, I might as well we? go for it. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna start with the l of the week. Uh, l of the week is uh, Lampard for getting sacked. Uh, if you guys have any, <laughs> if you guys don't have any qualms with that, then we can fix that as l of the week. Yeah, fair
2: enough. So l of the yep, week.
0: So our l of the week goes to Lampard officially, and now dub of the week. Uh, does anyone have any? Um. Any nominations Any contenders at For
1: me I came empty handed I came empty handed personally feel at data.
3: Like Maybe Pep I guess Because How he's turned one. around How's, mm. How their form has turned around That's a good point How yeah. That's defensively good point. solid they are And they just uh-huh. look Very very comfortable And kind of ahead of yeah. the They're going to win it Honestly <laughs> At this point It's too <laughs> early to call But it, it does seem uh, that Yeah. You know In their 126 year history this is their
2: first time They have not Beaten in like I don't know how many games Like this uh, Some record After the win against I think they've only
3: like Considered like One goal in like The last 12 or 13 games Which is is Yeah It's a madness Yeah Yeah Okay, yeah, sure. No more uh, Fraudio
2: but... <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, I mean, if he another so, no, title, that's what? Like, three titles in uh, five years. That's pretty boys, impressive. Boys, boys, me. boys. Yeah, boys. but not
2: as impressive. Okay, yeah, I'm not going there. Uh, my, anyway. <laughs> <my> <laughs> We're going to go around in circles again. <laughs> no, 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 go for it.
3: <laughs> wait, dub
0: of, the week, dub of the Week is not going to pep Guardiola, bro. Uh, oh, wow. Why? Let me tell you why. No, it, what Guardiola has done is very impressive, but I've just found something that is insane. Okay. So uh, FC uh, Chapokwan, you guys remember the the, mm. the team that tragically uh, lost yes. all of their players mm-hmm. in the plane crash? They just won the Brazilian Serie B on goal difference. Wow, oh my oh, God! Nice. In yeah, third undisputed, <laughs> un- undisputed. <laughs> that was like five years ago, right? The crash, uh, five, yeah. three or four years ago. They lost, oh, they lost yeah, the entire team, yeah, the uh, manager, the president, everything. Oh, that's great! That's like, right wow. yeah. And the great. remaining survivors, like they, one of them had an amputated leg, and I think the other one had an amputated arm. Oh, I can't remember mm. correctly. So, this is, this is immense. The Even though it's the second tier, it's, it's incredible. That's Whoa. a good, good it's a huge Yeah, issue. I mean, that's fair. Yeah, that's, that's a feel-good a moment. Wow. Feel yeah, that feel moment. So, he managed
2: to rebuild the club from scratch in five years. Huh? That's madness. Yeah, huh?
0: they did, <laughs> because they... Yeah,
2: Wow. Yeah, it's quite crazy. They respect. So,
0: I, I assume if they, yeah. they want the Brazilian Serie B, they're going to the Brazilian Serie A, so... Yeah, hopefully I think they keep so, right? going. Well, <laughs> yeah, and they can but, stay up yeah, in the Serie A. So, so well wishes or FC Coins from uh, the next team podcast <laughs> uh, final thoughts does anyone have anything else to say if not we can end the end the show I
1: think that's about it mm-hmm? I think, I think, it. I think yeah, me and Brahman can go on for another few hours but uh, yeah I have
2: a lot of things <laughs> to say but
0: <laughs> uh, there, there is nah, not really, enough not time there, there's not enough time in this world to
2: listen to all of Pramod's hot takes <laughs> it's not hot takes, it is. we, we are we are just g- <laughs> yeah i beg i back my points with facts okay honestly it's actually facts <laughs> i'm not like just waffling like <laughs> what people will say
3: <laughs>
2: pramod also compilation
3: coming oh, we, <laughs>
0: yeah, we need a, we need a special pramod episode where pramod should be the host and just we need just we need should. skal Tagari to to meme <laughs> <laughs> it's just one and a half hours of anti ole rambling (laughs) okay okay okay. thanks for the memories but it's time to say goodbye bye bye Uh, (laughs) okay okay Okay. Okay, uh, with that that, uh, we come to the end of the show Uh, thank you so much for watching and um, hopefully we can keep improving on our episodes and give you better content on in the weeks to come so thank you guys thank you guys for watching see ya alright see you guys bye
2: bye bye guys Thanks guys. Like, subscribe. <laughs>
0: oh, fuck! I forgot to say that. Brilliant.
2: <laughs> I don't know so that like, subscribe, share.
0: <laughs> Should we stop recording? Ah, uh, yeah, we can stop recording. Yeah, I forgot to say like, subscribe, or what? It's okay. It's
2: okay.